welcome to episode 180 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. Yes, that's 180. I'm Tim. I am the guest host this week, and beside me is the real host, uh, the wonderful Melissa Rebecca. Mel, how's it going? It's good, Tim. I'm only virtual beside you, unfortunately, as much as I would love to be in Airly Beach today enjoying what I'm sure you is spectacular weather because it, it always is. is. It is. <laughs> but no, I'm really great. Thank you. And thanks for joining me as co-host this week. It's exciting to have you back. I mean, it's long been said that you are my funniest male co-host ever. <laughs> said, long been said by me that I'm the funniest co-host ever. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I haven't been on for a little while and, uh, you know, a lot has changed here at the podcast in that time, hasn't it? It has, yes. For the better. It's well, it changes every week, you know. <laughs> we, we we don't know whether we're coming or going these days. Yeah, well, no, look, it's it's exciting to, to be back now. Uh, am I allowed to, to mention the words ST? Uh, do we do, can we still talk about him? Like, what, what's absolutely, we don't spit when he says his name. And okay, okay. <laughs> so we, are, we are allowed to word, say the word Scott Trickett on, on the podcast. Yes. Okay, okay, excellent. Well, Scotty, I hope you, you know, I hope you're out there and you're listening and uh. You know, I'll be after some keen uh, critiques and feedback uh, from the former king uh, once, once, once this one goes live. Yes, well, I'm sure he won't hold back. He's he's always very forthcoming with um, constructive criticism. Yeah, and he's, he's always quite happy to let me know that when I have been on in the past, the downloads have actually never been good. <laughs> I'm always like, so, you know, how how the downloads go this week? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, no good. What? So, so it, it, yeah, well, no, no, like when, I, when I'm on, like there's no boost, there's nothing, you know. I think perhaps he was just trying not to inflate your ego because he always told me the opposite, that the Tim episodes always do really well. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see how this one goes. Look, to be honest, I'm too scared to look at the download since he's left because yeah. I might only have three listeners and I just don't want to know about it. So I um, haven't looked. I think given the big announcement that you've got at the end of today's episode, the downloads are going to be massive, but we'll just leave it there. We won't We won't talk about that any further. <laughs> Except if they don't know to listen, then they're not going to hear the announcement. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a tricky oh, well. situation. Chicken and But anyway, yeah. I'm very glad to have you back on, Tim. And I'm keen to know, what did you do last Parkrun Day? Any highlights from the weekend? Yeah, last Parkrun Day. Well, look, uh, I'm, I'm going to not talk about me. I'm, I rather, I'm going to talk about my dad. And my dad is 82 years old and... He's always been my sort of, I guess you'd say, running or even health inspiration. He, as a, as a kid uh, growing up in, in Brisbane, my dad was always a runner and always a jogger in the days before running and jogging was actually a thing. Uh, like uh, we might take it for granted today that everyone's out, you know, keeping fit and whatever. But back in the 80s uh, and, well, even before I was born in the 70s, my dad was out there um, going jogging. He reckons people would stop their cars and say to him, what are you doing, mate? Do you want to get in? Do you need a lift? Like uh, they just didn't understand. <laughs> like, deadly serious. He, think, he he says people used to stop and like literally wonder what he was doing because he'd be out running. Um, wow. And so so as a as a kid growing up, I remember Dad was always out jogging and always you know being keeping fit. Um, and so I guess uh, that that has uh, subliminal subliminally influenced my life. And so obviously with uh, with parkrun starting up here and becoming 
of what it has. I've, I've always sort of had a little thing, thought, I, I wonder if dad's ever going to gonna do it. And he's more of a walker these days. He's, uh, he's had knee calf issues and various other things over the, the last kind of decade of his life. Uh, and he, he volunteered at New Farm Park Run event one, which was back in September 2011, so our, our second ever event launch. But other than that, he's never actually participated at Park Run. He's, he, he is a frequent walker uh, before Sandgate Park Run. Uh, so he'll, 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 walk, uh, he'll walk sort of essentially the Sandgate Park Run course. And then he'll watch it. He'll watch, he'll watch everyone go by. I think he gets a bit of a kick out of it. But anyway, so long story short is that a couple of dad's friends said to him a couple, uh, two weeks ago, they said, uh, Terry, his name's Terry, said, Terry, there's this thing called Park Run. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to go. Do you want to come along? And, and, and dad um, said, well, yeah, I've heard of it. And uh, anyway, he decided, here we go. So he rang me all excited saying he was going to go to his first Park Run. Uh, and then, um, and then, anyway, it happened on the weekend. He went, he went to Sandgate Park Run. Funnily enough, his friends who invited him didn't go. They ended up doing, uh, having, having uh, prior engagements. So, so dad went by himself um, and I, I got him a wristband. I ordered him the wristband. So he, he's all, you know, he's geared up, ready to go. Uh, and he did his, his first park run at the age of 82. I think he did it in about 54 minutes. I, from speaking to him, he said he had a great time. Sandgate Park Run's a fantastic event, big event. I think he came 400 or 400th or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, 54 minutes and he had a ball and he's going to go back next week. So I was – That's brilliant. Yeah, I was stoked. And, um, you know, as you know, Mel, and as I'm sure some of our listeners know, we've got a, a specific project going on right now called Better Aging, which is about – uh, encouraging more older Australians to participate in park runs. So um, I'm pretty excited. My dad's now going to be one of the one of the statistics that we end up reporting on uh, once that project's uh, complete. So yeah, really, really, uh, that was definitely my park run highlight from the weekend. Was was my dad doing his first park run at the age of 82? So uh, oh, yeah. massive congrats to Terry. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. He's not a podcast listener yet, so that might be the next. Oh, wait for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, what about you, Mel? What's uh, what was your highlight? Well, I went on a little bit of an adventure last weekend. We went to our Nendi, which the, the Nendis are all getting a little bit further away. Our nearest event's not done yet. And this week it was Yowie, which is only an hour's drive, so that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. We were very excited to head out that way and see if we could see any of the mythical creatures ourselves and check out the event, which has been going on close to a year. They were up to event number 38, which was uh, quite handily a number I needed for my Wilson Index. Are you a challenge, a running challenges chaser? Yeah, it's a, it's a funny – I mean, okay, so I would say I'm not – However, you know, in, in the past when I've loaded up the old Google Chrome extension and had a look at things, it's certainly good fun and interesting to, to see all those things. See where you're at. Yeah, exactly. And, and look, just because it's not my thing doesn't mean that I don't think it's great because I, I think, you know, Parkrun's one of these things that you can engage with it in so many different kinds of ways. And for some people, these challenges are absolutely the, the motivator you know and so so i i think they're great for what they are although they're not really something that that, that drive me although i did i did have 
parkrun bingo without even trying. I remember I loaded it in. I was like, oh. I've already got it. I'd already got my, you know, 1 to 60. Damn you. See, I've been chasing my last oh, two yeah. bingo numbers for months. <laughs> <laughs> and I always seem to come in about 30 seconds away from either of them because they're both quite close together as well. So <laughs> Now, look, I want to get back to Yowie. Uh, I want to ask you, so is, is, is Yowie in Queensland where this mythical creature comes from? The Yowie. No, no. Well, I mean, who knows? Who knows where the actual Yowies are from? It's uh, Yowie Park, which is why it's called Yowie Park Run. So it's in Kilcoy. Oh, right. So that park, the park is not where it's said to have come from because my understanding was like an Indigenous uh, folklore uh sort of story is this is this correct well in in the yeah it is in the town park there is a statue which is a bronze replica of the original wood carving uh-huh. done by a local artist of a yaoi there's also a very cheesy billboard kind of thing where they've got the face cut out of one of the yaoi so you can go stick your face in it and uh, have a photo which of course we did we all did i was gonna say you have to <laughs> yes yeah you, you have to do that i do like a bit of cheese with my park run so we did that but i i don't know in terms of local history whether or not there have been particular sightings there there's certainly the course itself runs alongside a creek which has got very dry sandy riverbeds at the moment and uh, mm-hmm. so it's quite possible that they had local sightings of Yowies there in the past. I didn't do any research to see if that's where the park got its name or if it was just a, you know, a whim based on something from the local folklore. I mean, if you go to Murray Bridge Park Run in South Australia, they have a Yowie, like a, a replica uh, of a Yowie uh, built right. underneath the, the bridge there that you run straight past and things like that. So I'm pretty sure Yowies aren't localised to anywhere in particular in Australia. They're just kind of everywhere. Well, that was my understanding. Yeah. Now, I think you're right. As, as we've been talking, Mel, I have referred to Wikipedia uh, and, and the, Yowie, the Yowie statue in Kilcoy is featured yes. uh, in, in, on Wikipedia. So for all the listeners out there that want to hear what Mel's talking about. But interestingly, where it says history of sightings, um, there was a, an interesting one in Queensland. So Springbrook in southeast Queensland near the Gold Coast says it's had more Yowie reports than anywhere else in Australia. In 1977, former Queensland Senator Bill O'Shea reported to the Gold Coast Bulletin he had seen a Yowie while on a school trip. O'Shea compared the creature he saw to the character Chewbacca from Star Wars. Wow. He told reporters he told reporters that the creature he saw had been over three metres tall. So there you go. That's a bit impressive and also scary. I'm, I'm a definite believer in Yowies. You know, these things, folklore and stuff, it comes from somewhere. Or Star Wars maybe. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, anyway, it's, it's the Aussie Bigfoot basically, isn't it? That's what we're talking about. Here. It is, yeah. yeah. If, if you know about a Yeti or a Sasquatch for our international listeners, yeah. then a Yowie is the Australian equivalent effectively. Mm. Um, hasn't got white fur though. It's supposed to be dark fur apparently dark right. brown in new south did you know yeah. that, did you know that in new south wales in 1994 tim the yowie man claimed to have seen a yowie in the brindabella ranges i did not know that <laughs> it's, 
It's my namesake. Anyway, look, we, we, enough about Yowie's. How was Yowie Park Run? That's, talk, talk to me about that. Yowie Park Run was great. It was a small crowd, which is nice. Adam's kind of working up towards getting a, a very low finish at a particular park run at the end of the year. <laughs> and I think he had his lowest ever finish. He came in third finisher. Really? Yeah, he was. And what time is he running to get a third at Yowie Park Run? Roughly. I don't know off the top of my head. I think it was 26 or 27 minutes something. But for him pushing the pram, that's not too bad. Yes, that's not bad at all. There we go. Yeah, and of course because the pram is just week by week getting heavier as Uh Wes grows. Uh So it's like he's sort of plateaued at his – his fastest times. So I think that was one of the faster times he's done. Yeah. And he, he was quite proud because there were another couple of gentlemen with prams as well and he was the first male pram pusher to finish. Yeah, I, I can see. So 26.31, Adam Murbacker from the Derek Zoolander Centre for Kids Who Can't Run Good. Well, there you go. And I was somewhere in the early 30s, but I think there were only about 35 finishes altogether. Um, Esther, who is one of the co-EDs there, was run director for the morning and she did a great job. All the volunteers were very welcoming and friendly, which is what you would expect, you know, with the small country towns, but also, I guess, parkrun volunteers everywhere. And the course was a double sort of loopy out and back, if that makes sense. We've got, we've got one of them. Yeah. Ellie Beach is a, du- a double loopy out and back. Yeah, well, it's very, it's quite similar to that, actually, only not on the beach. It's <laughs> in, the park. in a rural <laughs> Queensland country town alongside a creek sort of thing. But yeah, no, so it was, it was a very pleasant morning. I think it was possibly my fastest park run time for a year and Terry might be happy to know that it was about 54 minutes or something like that too. Yeah, so 53.42 you did, Mel, I'll have you know. Oh, I broke the sub-54 barrier, which I've been aiming for for a while. <laughs> Still felt a little bit sore the next day, but yeah, no, I had a great morning. Fantastic. Good morning parkrun adventurers, it's Lyndall and I am checking in this morning from Redcliffe Parkrun. Now Redcliffe Parkrun is along the waters of Moreton Bay in the Moreton Bay Regional Council area and it's north of Brisbane, maybe 30k's I'd say, north of Brisbane. Um, it's a lovely run, I've been here before. Um, we're just heading down to the start of an adjusted course today so I'll check it out and see what I can do in terms of a few interviews after the run. Alrighty, I've decided to start this morning at the back of the pack and I've caught up with Berenice who's tail walking today. How are you going today? Very well, thank you. And and at this pace, uh, we should get a bit of exercise too. Absolutely, that's what Park Run's all about. Um, As well as the community. Are you a regular here at Park Run Redcliffe? I am, yes I am, and I enjoy it. I come most Saturdays. And do you volunteer or walk or run? I've done a few times volunteering, tail walker and marshal. I tried my hand at um, token... Giving outering? Token giver-outer? Token zapper. (laughs) Oh, zapping! The token um, scanner. You think you better cut that bit out? No, I won't cut that out. We're a very friendly and informal podcast. It's all right, Berenice. It's no problem at all. (laughs) 
<laughs> and what's today like at Redcliffe? Today's a little bit dull, so it should be good for uh, for running. Should be. It does get quite hot here in the summer, doesn't it? It certainly does. Put the sunscreen on before we start. Yep. And it's good for dolphin spotting here at Redcliffe? It is, yes. I've seen a few of them at different times and other people have seen dugongs as well. Oh, dugongs. I don't know what they look like, but I'm, you know, I saw a dolphin this morning. Oh, wonderful. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> well, he's out there. It's funny. I was standing there with another lady and we were pointing out at the dolphin. And there was a couple having a cuddle right in front of the dolphin and then we got all a bit embarrassed because maybe the couple cuddling might have thought that we were pointing at them. That's right. That's a bit <laughs> embarrassing for you. Yes. I don't think they were focused on us just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you can tell me about Redcliffe Park Run today? A very friendly people they are too and it's a lovely picturesque uh, path to travel. Uh, no, I can't think... That's enough. That sells parkrun to most people. <laughs> Friendly, picturesque, nice spot. Beautiful spot. <laughs> and I'm always amazed at the uh, the front runners, uh, how quickly they, they go at the uh, turnaround pace and then come back. Yes. Yeah, it's a pretty fast course, nice and flat, nice and just a concrete path, not too many twists and turns. No, no, it's great. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for talking to me today, Berenice. And uh, I think you better keep this lot in front of us in order for the rest of the run. They look like trouble. <laughs> All right, I'm at the northernmost turnaround with a bit of a... Um, you turn around here. I'm helping Paul Marty out with his duties as a marshal because he's already multitasking by marshalling and photographing and now I want to interview him. So I don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> How's your day going today, Paul? Oh, it's pretty good. A bit cloudy and humid this morning, but a uh, nice day anyway down at the beach. Yeah. It is. And you're regularly here at Redcliffe? I alternate between Redcliffe, Sandgate and a fair few tourists. Oh, so you're a bit of a tourist? A bit of a tourist Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you're right at home here on the Park Run Adventurers. Um, <laughs> there we go. We're getting some thank yous from the passers-by, yes. which is always nice. I might leave you with it, Paul, since yes. we're already trying to do three things now. <laughs> but thanks for volunteering, right. mate, and That's I'm sure I'll see you at a Park no Run problem. soon. Yeah. We'll see you around somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm back at the start finish. I haven't finished yet. I've still got another loop to do. But I've caught up with Paul again, and now he's only got one job, so maybe we can have a chat while he is just photographing. Let's see how we go. Thank you. Yep, we'll try. Rightio. So, you said that you're a bit of a tourist. Yes. What's your favourite non-home park run? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> um, Mount Clarence WA was pretty spectacular. And what was so great about it? Just friendly people there, and even though it was a cold partially wet day it was still a spectacular course looking out over the harbour well there we go there's the hot tip and ocean view ocean view one of the locals here yes. you better take these photos paul there we go he's clicking away so ocean view is a local course with a yes. spectacular course another very interesting course through the winery yes. and a great breakfast afterwards in the winery you bet. <laughs> That's all important. Sure is. Well, thank you, Paul, for having and finishing this chat, and thank you for volunteering today. No worries. <laughs> all righty, I'm now at the southern turnaround, and I'm here with Warren. What's your parkrun story? Why are you here today? 
because I love doing this. And it's good for me. I, even though I do martial, so I try and, and Do you, you want know, to take a photo of these ladies? I got those, yeah. Nice Thank one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, not, not a miss that one. <laughs> Uh, um, just uh, I love love the like exercise. Yep. You can you walk your own pace. You do what you want to do. You don't have to compete with anybody. It, if it takes you twenty minutes. It's good for you. If it takes you an hour and a half. It doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, and it's good for your muscles. Good for your heart. And yep. uh, and it's good socially as well. Yeah. And you can multitask. You can marshal. You can take photos. Correct. You can have a chat to a yes. crazy roving reporter. It, exactly right. And that's what I like about it because you set your own pace. Uh, if you don't feel like you want to um, do a, a fast walk, you can go a slow walk. If you feel like you want to marshal next week, you can do that. Yep. And it just depends on your situation, how you feel week to week. You can always be involved, though. You can always be involved in some way or the other. You can stay and don't walk at all. Or you can do tokens. You can do timekeeping and so forth. So I marshal probably out of the um, probably 50 times I've been here, then about, I've probably marshaled about 15, 18 times, and the rest has been walking at my pace. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, so and do you, is there other park runs that you go to if you're yeah. not always here? Yes, I go to the Grafton Park Run. And, uh, in fact, my fastest time is at Grafton. Even though it's a hill, it's yeah. on grass and I have a reasonable time there. My time's around about 46 minutes yep. uh, at the best. But uh, at my age, nearly 73, uh, I reckon that's okay. I reckon it's okay too, my friend. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, uh, and I'm, glad, I'm glad my son got me involved in this because it's really, really good for me, especially with my health and that. And I've had heart issues and other issues, but I feel a lot better about doing this and I feel better for it. That's wonderful. Mm. Terrific. That's such a great story. Well, yeah. thank you. I better let get you get back to your duties. Yes, You've right. got another person yeah. here that needs a photograph. Yeah. I got it. I got it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thanks for talking to me. That's and right. enjoy the rest of your park one day. Yeah, well, thank you very much. And it's been a pleasure too. And uh, I really love this. Especially on the bay, it's beautiful. It is, it's a nice yeah. spot here. Have you spotted any dolphins here today? Uh, not today, but normally I do, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But uh, not today. All but, right. Uh, but it's a beautiful day and we've got good uh, rep representation today. And uh, it's Here we all go, good. more photos. All good for the weekend. Yep, I'll leave you to it. Thank you very Thank much. You. Now, I've tracked down Amelia, today's run director. Amelia, I probably owe you a bit of an apology because I think I've been distracting your volunteers today. I don't think so. Um, most <laughs> of them are, are, are locals and um, volunteer a lot, so you chatting to them is probably not going to distract them. They've done the job a few times before. Excellent. I think it was all okay. <laughs> now, uh, Redcliffe Park Run, how long have we been going here? We've just had our second birthday, about... It was last month yeah. yeah okay so two years in two years in how's it all going um really really well uh surprisingly uh when all of our run directors started none of us were locals um and we've pretty much been able to to rope in a few locals and um pretty much i think <laughs> half of the the run directing team are redcliffe locals now which is really really good that's fantastic. So it's grown over time, which is always a good thing. It seems like that's how you build strength over time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, the local community's really gotten um, around Redcliffe Park Run. The, the closest park runs used to be over the bridge at Sandgate or North Lake. So it was a bit of a drive for anybody that wanted to do park yeah. run. So I think they really enjoy having something really close. Yeah. And so what sort of numbers are you getting here? Uh, at the moment, it's anywhere between 150 and 200, depending on the weather. Yes. Um, nobody likes to, to run in the rain. So last <laughs> week we were a bit down, but um, yeah, otherwise, yeah, we have a pretty good solid number at just under 200. Fantastic. And what about you, Amelia? How did you get into parkrun and run directing? Uh, parkrun, I started at Sandgate back in 2016, I think, when they started. 
Um, and then um, just uh, the guys that I used to run with at Sandgate, they decided to start Redcliffe and I was friends with them, so I just started run directing. Yep. <laughs> and how have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's really nice to have a good chat to, to people that love running and just love being part of the community. Yep. And look, Parkrun generally becomes part of whatever community it's in, so that's always a really nice thing about Parkrun too. It really is, and it's really nice coming down and seeing the same familiar faces all the time. It's not a new group of people. that The same people are supporting it, which is really nice. Fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to add about Parkrun Redcliffe? Um, no, not really, sorry. <laughs> Did you see any dolphins today? No dolphins today. I saw there's some um, stand-up paddleboarders. But, uh, yeah, no dolphins. Yeah, and not as blue today as it often is here, but it's still a lovely spot. Yeah, definitely not as blue. <laughs> very, very overcast. Um, normally you get a nice sunrise, but I think the guys probably enjoyed having the sun behind the clouds yep, today. Definitely. Yeah, it's a bit muggy. So. <laughs> well, thank you for your time, and thank you, Amelia, and all of the Run Directing team for all the work that you've done here and, um, yeah, the c- contribution that you make to the community. Excellent. Thank you very much. <laughs> Alrighty, well I think we can say that that's a wrap from me from Redcliffe Parkrun. A uh, bit of a change of plan, uh, well probably within 30 seconds of me introducing myself and uh, starting the, this uh, roving report, I decided to try and see what I could do during the parkrun. So, so that's what I did, I've interviewed all of the, the on-course volunteers, the tower walker, the photographer slash north end marshal, the south end marshal who was also doubling as a photographer. Um, and as always, I always like to catch up with the run director. So, so that's it. Um, hopefully everyone from Redcliffe Park Run gets a time today. I mean, I didn't talk to the timekeeper or the token handrouter. Um, so look, I think the, you know, the main parts were probably covered and not distracted. So I feel confident that there'll be an email in my inbox when I get home with a time. So that's it from me. This is Lyndall signing out for the Channel 5 News Crew um, on the Park Run Adventures podcast. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. We are doing Parkrun today and it's not a Saturday. Today is Sunday and we're heading to a uh, trial of a new Parkrun in Melbourne. We're in the northern suburbs of Woolert, uh, sort of on the border of Epping, and we are going to try out Aurora Parkrun. Uh, it's a four-lap course, I know that much, and other than that, I don't know too much about the course. So we'll uh, report back in a little bit later. Thanks. It's Sarah again. We're just here at Aurora. We're getting ready to start. But before we do, I'm just going to ask, I've just run into a couple of uh, people that, a couple of familiar faces. So please tell me where you're from and what your name is. Hi, I'm Stacey and I'm from Highlands Park Run. I'm Ninka. I'm from Highlands Park Run too. And Georgette from Highlands Park Run. Fantastic. So welcome guys. Uh, What brought you to come and try out Aurora today? I thought it would be fun to try something new, um, give them, help them get in, get their park run started. Sorry, and I've never been to a trial before, so awesome to give it a go. Fantastic, just to go somewhere different and yep. run with these girls. Awesome. Likewise, <laughs> Stacy. Stacy made me. Come. So Stacy made you come. Ah, oh, Stacy made you do it. I get. Yes. Yeah, that's good. I, it's all right. I have the same relationship with Rita. We blame each other for everything. It's always Rita didn't make me do it. Sarah made me do it. So hopefully the guys will get started soon. It looks like they're finished doing all their preparations. So have a good run. Might check in with you after. Then you can give us a bit of a lowdown of the course and what you thought was. Um, what you liked about it, you know. So, yeah, thanks, guys. No thank you. Okay, so we've just completed the Aurora Park Run trial. So I'm just here with the girls I was with earlier. So what did you guys all think of the course? Yeah, yeah pretty good. Yeah, 
was good, nice and scenic. I liked hearing the frogs by the lake. A bit uh, lappy, but that's okay, it's still good. Yep. I've only ever done one other venue or area, um, uh, Craigie Burn. So, yep. yeah, this is good. good awesome. Try, yeah. So, you, got, you guys are coming back for the launch, is that correct? Yes, I'm going to, definitely. Awesome. Well, yeah, I'll come back. Potentially, yeah. And fit it in. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you for your time, girls. Go out and enjoy your coffee, and I'm sure we'll see you soon. No worries. Thanks. Thanks. Hi, it's Sarah again, and we're here at Aurora Park Run with the co-EDs. We've got Beck and Crux. So, guys, tell me, what? how did um, Aurora Park Run all come about? Uh, well, December last year, so almost a year or 10 months in the making, our, um, the running club we're a part of, Laylaw Running Club, applied for a grant through our local council to start up a park run in this area. Awesome. Um, so the president of the running club, Belle, who started up Laylaw, she kind of approached us and said, oh, you know, would you guys be interested in being event directors? And we were both run directors at Laylaw at the time, so we were really keen to get something a little bit closer to home. Awesome. Um, so that was really the start of the process so we had five thousand dollars secured which was a, a great yeah so that was really the start of the process and i guess we started looking at yep. you know locations was, well yeah locations in the area um this park came up on our radar but it didn't actually open until easter so we were sort of hanging out the day sorry the day before easter um yeah they had a little Good Friday event here and that's when the park opened so awesome. we were hanging out for it to open so we could get in and kind of measure it out and make sure it could work for us but um, that's really where it all started. Was, there, was the Easter Bunny here? Oliver did you find Easter eggs? Yeah. yeah oh that's no, awesome. Oh, they were throwing Easter eggs. And you, and you, so you love coming here because it's nice, closer to home, do you? Oh, awesome. And are you going to be, are you being our awesome volunteers? You, is that your little brother? Volunteers today doing the token. So thank you very much for doing that. And how, and so you guys are launching on the 9th of November? Yep, 9th and of November. And how, uh, how many people are you expecting to, to come down and celebrate your first park run? Don't know. We'd be happy with any, uh, any number. Oliver's going 70? Uh, he said infinity. Oh, infinity. Infi sorry, infinity, sorry. Infinity. He's six years old and infinity is his favourite number. <laughs> um, look, uh, whether it's, you know, 100 or, or 200, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah. I'd be happy to, to kind of cap it at 200. So, uh, <laughs> but no, we won't. We'll welcome anyone that comes. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, it was uh, it was it was lovely today. I've been uh, talking to a few people who've been participating today. And they said they love they could hear the frogs down there, and it's a nice scenic course. You back onto the back of the primary school, so there's lots of open spaces. So good luck with your launch. I hope it all goes well. Thank you very much. And sir. thank you so much for letting me uh, borrow you guys for a bit of a chin wave. Yeah. Right. Good thank luck. You. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm still here at Aurora. We've finished our trial, and I've rallied together a couple of runners. So I'll get you guys to all introduce yourselves. Good morning. I'm Paula. I'm Clint. And Melissa. And where are you guys normally park runners? Where do you usually park run? I'm a RD at Laylaw, so normally at Laylaw. Awesome. Normally at Laylaw as well. Yeah? At Laylaw or Moonda. Fantastic. And what brought you out here this morning? Uh, I live 200 metres away. Oh, nice. So I thought I'd just roll out of bed. <laughs> Can't wait for this one to start because when I feel really uh, lazy on a Saturday morning, I'll get to about quarter to eight and go, oh, I should have went. And now I can just roll out of bed and oh, come around. I'm so jealous right now. Yep. <laughs> How about you, Paula? I've come through as part of the Layla Running Club trial for today to help the guys out. So it's awesome. uh, been a great course. I'm really happy with it. Fantastic. How about you, Millie? I heard there was donuts. 
Oh, me, me too. Anyone who knows me knows that we love donuts. But yes, I know. Where, is there a local donut shop? Is there a cafe? Where I think there's a cafe the around there. Over the okay, so so when everyone comes here for the launch on the 9th, do you know which cafe everyone is going to be rallying to? I'm pretty sure that Diletto is the cafe of choice. Diletto. After Park Run. Yeah, do they have donuts? Um... Not 100% sure because oh. donuts aren't my favourite thing. But oh. the bakery over here does and they make them in a wood-fired oven. Oh, okay. I'm going... Okay, so I'll be here every week. It's a little bit further from my local, but that's okay. Donuts. I will run for donuts. Fantastic, guys. And um, so you'll be coming back for the launch or you'll come back and visit again soon? Yeah, I'll be volunteering for the launch. Oh, fantastic. What, volley roll? I think ty- uh, barcode scanner. Fantastic. Yeah. And why do you like volleying? Um... I get to rest. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to do lots of high fives That's and say it. hi to everyone. Fantastic, guys. Thanks for your time. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And don't we love that on the weekend we can uh, park run on Saturday and Sunday when there's a trial? Absolutely. So enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning, park runners. This is Nadine. I hail to you from Rosebud Park Run in the greatest state of Victoria. This is my first roving report and I'm coming to you today after a little bit of a parkrun drought. I've had two weeks of no parkrun as I've travelled around Africa, but today I get parkrun redemption. I'm here in Namibia and today I'll be doing Swakopmund Parkrun. A little bit of information about Swakopmund Parkrun. It is today event number 133, so I guess it's been going for about a year and a half, um, something like that, maybe nearly, no, oh, yeah, about a year and a half. And just for a little bit of um, the faster runners among us, the course record here at Swakop Mum Park Run is 14 minutes and 38 seconds. So I can tell you right now, I will not be running anywhere near that time, but I will be here having a lot of fun. And um, I have definitely got my park run spirit with me, even if I haven't got my African running legs. I will check in with you after the run when I find out if I can find some people to talk to. Cheers, park runners. Adventurers, I'm here with Kainor. Kainor is a local woman here and she's here at her second ever parkrun. Welcome Kainor. Thank you very much. Tell us about why you've come along to parkrun. You know, um, late last year I got a baby and then I picked up so much weight and my weight started bothering me. I got to a point where even when I stand up from my bed, I started feeling my weight in my feet. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go on a sort of a health journey program i joined an exercising group and uh, the saturday before last saturday i came for my first back run and and i enjoyed it i must say it was really fun i i was beating myself because i got to a point where i was just being lazy and i walked um so i finished it in 38 minutes and and today and last saturday i couldn't come because i traveled out of town but today i was like i'm gonna come back again and i'll come back more often and today i want to do it in 30 minutes wow that's yes. fantastic i reckon 30 38 minutes for your first ever park run is fantastic yes. yeah did you feel amazing afterwards yeah very much yeah. really you know you feel so uh refreshed energetic and you know when you get home and take a, a nice warm shower you just you feel so nice yeah that shower yeah, after that a run sh- can't yeah. be beaten can it yeah well good luck today i'll check in with you afterwards and see how your run went but it's lovely talking to you and welcome to the park run family thank you so much Hi folks, we've just finished our run here at Swakopmund Park Run and I'm here with Julie. Julie, tell us about your run this morning. 
Um, it was a little bit difficult this morning for me, but the sun is beautiful. The, the weather is also beautiful, but it's my 24th park run. Fantastic. And it was good. Yep. So you don't look like a typical Namibian person. Where do you hail from? No, I'm from, I'm from uh, Windhoek, actually. Is that right? I stay now here for 25 years. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm a registered nurse. Yeah. Uh, That's a good hospital. profession. I'm also a registered nurse. Oh, nice. Yep. So we, we improve health. Yes, our, our absolutely. Thank you. So tell me about Parkrun for you. Have you developed, made some friends? Is it a community? It's a very friendly community here in Namibia, Swakopmund. You just look at people's face and say hi, and then they ask, what is your name? And yeah. actually then we can get got on a what, or a WhatsApp page, yeah. and then we got friends. That's awesome. Thanks for talking to us, Julie. And here's Elenia. I know I'm saying her name wrong. I keep saying it wrong, but she's going to forgive me anyway. So, Elenia, tell us how you became involved in Parkrun dragged into it by my husband <laughs> and my kids. Yes. You wouldn't be the first one with that story, I'm sure. <laughs> and and the whole admin thing was dumped on me, so yes, yes. But you do it with a smile on your face oh, and willingly. We do. We, do. we yeah. moan in the week and then weekends yeah. we smile. Right, good, yes. <laughs> Tell us about the course here. Yeah, it's a lovely one. Yeah. It goes all the way down to the sea and then you run on a little walkway all along the beach, which is absolutely wonderful, I think, for the runners. Yeah. I'm usually up here. You can uh, talk to Barbara. among the 10 top park runs, no? we want, we want Top on 10 the t- park runs yes. in the world? Yes. yes. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What, what, you know, because of our beauty. Yeah, it and is now a we have the course. sun today. Sorry about the sun. That's we all right. have missed. I only got the sun in the last one kilometre, so it was really nice. Thank you for talking to us. We <laughs> loved your park run. Yeah, come yeah. back. We come will. Back. Thank you. I am here with the run director today and he has done a fabulous job. Have you had any problems today? No, today it was... Nice and was, smooth? Yeah, nice and smooth. Fantastic. What, what, what sort of number are we up to? I think we are now at about 150, so it, pro- so it will be 155 more or less participants today. Fantastic. I and think our average is about just over 100, so it was yeah, a good turnout today. Yeah, good. It's a beautiful day here. It started off a bit overcast, but the sun's come out now. So can you tell me about how Swakop Mum Park Run started and how you got involved? Yeah, it started in um, April 2017 um, yeah, by, uh, by our sports, indoor sports centre in the Dome. They, they organised it, um, but the Swakamund um, Running Club was part of it, the Swakamund Striders, mm-hmm. um, and I'm part of the, the running club. So, yes, um, it was a sort of a combined effort. And um, we as a, uh, striders, we sometimes we participate, but sometimes we also volunteer. Yeah, fantastic. Um, but I personally do not, um, I'm not part of the organizing. Yeah, um, yeah. But I've been a volunteer for more than 30 times now. Fantastic. We've done a great job this morning and we can hear the community in the background encouraging some of the runners into the finish line, which is fantastic. Would you say yeah. we've got a good community here at Swakop Mum Park Run? Yes, it's, yes, it is a yeah. good community and um, I think we can see the, the you know, the purpose of the park run to, to, to get people moving. Yeah. Um, so I think many of these 150 participants they otherwise wouldn't do anything today yeah um, so there are some serious runners but i think at least 70 percent are just social yeah and and i think many of them wouldn't wouldn't do anything today so yep. 
that's fantastic. And we can also see that many who start with the park run actually become fairly serious runners yeah. after a while. So yeah, yeah, that's right. That's really good to see. Well, thank you so much for talking to us and for welcoming us to your beautiful park run here. And um, hopefully we'll see you in Australia one day. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for talking to us. Oh, it was a pleasure. And that is a wrap from me from Swakatmum Park Run. It's been a beautiful morning here and uh, we're very excited to tick off another country and a new um, park run event. Uh, we have absolutely loved it and uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this roving report from Africa. Cheers. As always, awesome roving reports from the crew. We had the three of them there from the girls this week. We do actually have one from Dave, or well, we don't quite have one from Dave, who was at Coldham's Common a Park Run in the UK last weekend. But we're having some trouble receiving the files. So I'm going to have it handed to me in person this week at Park Run so everyone can listen to it next week. But Linda was at Redcliffe Park Run, which is an awesome event that I've done. Have you done Redcliffe, Tim? I was at the launch. Yeah, it was a cracker. Very big launch that we did when we had Medibank uh, down uh, activating. So, yeah, it was a pretty uh, amazing day, that one, and beautiful park run. It is a beautiful park run. And I like, they talked about a lot of people see dolphins. We see dolphins and whales at Kiwana, but Berenice mentioned that they see dugongs sometimes. And I was a bit excited because we're, we're big on dugongs in this family. We've never seen them in the wild, but Wes has got a, a book called Is It a Mermaid, which is about a dugong that thinks it's a mermaid. Uh, it's a very cute book, but yes, The Cows of the Sea. Do you, Have you ever seen a dugong? Yeah, they're not the prettiest of animals. Uh, I must oh, they're say, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, you know, they're cute. They're cute in that kind of ugly kind of way. Um, <laughs> but, but, no, we, we have dugongs up here in Early Beach. In fact, we have uh, a statue, a dugong statues out on the water. Uh, on, on, and if you go to Early Beach in, in the town, uh, yeah, out on, out on the sort of Early Beach Lagoon, there's some beautiful dugong statues there. So, uh, and, yeah, even from uh, my office where I'm looking out at the ocean right now, I can... Now, you might be able to see a dugong on a, on a good day. So, yeah, they're definitely out and about. I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to look out for those next time I head to Redcliffe. Uh, but I, I liked Lyndall's style this week, doing all her roving reports on the course too and interrupting the volunteers. I'm glad to hear that it, uh, she didn't adversely impact results processing or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, and then we had Sarah, who was at the Aurora Park Run Trial, getting a bonus in this week got to love that it's been a long time since i've been to a trial on a sunday oh yeah i couldn't tell you the last time i did a park run trial it's been been many years but hey it's always good to get a sneak peek of uh, what's to come it is it is and very excitingly we had nadine submitting our first roving report from namibia and i'm gonna let you pronounce this one tim because i struggle oh uh, you can't you can't put me on the spot like that just because i'm married to a south african so well you know but, uh, <laughs> but look it, it is interesting i mean i haven't been to namibia for parkrun i've done a few in south africa and i, I see that there's three there now and uh, you know, it's fantastic to see the, the growth of parkrun all over the world. But, of course, in southern Africa there, it's, uh, you know, doing fantastically well. So, so pretty exciting to have a, a roving report coming to us from Namibia. Absolutely. And I do love that the stories, they're just like the stories that we hear here. You know, the accents are a little bit different, but people being dragged along by husbands and kids and, you know, everyone gets into parkrun in slightly different but slightly similar ways as everywhere else in the world it's always nice yeah and it, it sort of takes me back to what i said at the start of the episode with my dad and you know the number of times we've reported in the parkrun newsletter or here on the podcast about 
people in their 80s starting parkrun and, and loving it. And, and now here I am seeing my dad do that same thing. So, yeah, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Parkrun, the gift of parkrun is one that just keeps giving and, and giving in the same sort of ways. It's, uh, it's amazing. Now, last week we mentioned that we might have to put the challenge out uh, for Cam to join the Parkrun Adventurous Channel 5 News crew and the roving reporters on the crew have been putting their heads together to come up with a challenge because I told everyone I was staying out of it this time. Um, but I guess, you know, ask eight people to decide what to get one person to do and that's going to take a little bit longer than just one person trying to think of it so we don't have the challenge for you yet cam but i hope to have it for you next week now another challenge that we put out last week tim and i'm not sure if you heard about this one was what could anyone do in two minutes 50 seconds or three minutes 18 seconds and do you know what happened tim tell me what happened mel it totally bombed Scotty. <laughs> so Scotty was always saying we, we need to stop asking people to send us in their thoughts on this or that or, you know, people never get in touch with us. And, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be my final failed experiment because the only person who wrote in to me was Lyndall, our wonderful Lyndall from the Channel 5 News crew, and she said, Mel, I went to the gym this morning and did an average of 231 steps on the stair climb up per 3 minutes 18. Uh, she also reported that she did exactly zero burpees in that time. Um, <laughs> well, I love, her, I love her commitment. Yeah. But that's, that's, just, that, that's disappointing from the listeners. I mean, come on, listeners. Yeah. We're episode 180 and, and, and you're still not giving back. Come on, give Mel something. Give somebody, somebody give Mel something between now and, and next episode. <laughs> So it's it's okay. I'm she's not crying be, out for it. I'm not going to be offended because I do appreciate people listen to the pod in places where they're away from computers and things like that, and then they'll forget. Yeah. Life gets busy. Nobody cares. You know, these are Whoa. all good excuses. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Okay. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? We were just briefly before talking about how park runs the same everywhere in the world, and that got me thinking about symmetry and Adam had a little bit of a revelation on the weekend. You talked about the fact that you've already got all your bingo numbers for your challenges mm -hmm. without even trying, as does he. He's got all his bingo and I'm still chasing it. But mm -hmm. he realised he's also got Groundhog Day, which is one that I don't anticipate will ever happen for me. Um, but not only has he got his Groundhog Day, which for those who don't know what it is, it's running at the same event two weeks in a row and also achieving the same official time. So Adam did this in 2017. He's had it for a couple of years. And he ran a 28-28 on two weeks. And the second of those weeks was the 28th of January. How is that? That's, that's just weird. Does it, so it doesn't have to be the same finished position. It's just time. Just time, yeah. Not. I mean, okay. wow. I don't know what the odds are of getting the same finished position as well as time, but I just thought that was beautiful because it had all the same numbers basically. Yeah. Well, I've got, well, I've got a nice little bit of symmetry in my life, and that is that I did my first ever park run at Wimbledon Common on the 24th of July 2010. And Nikki and I had our first child on the 24th of July, 2012, Jack. So 
that, therefore, the 24th of July, very important date in my life. So, Oh, so good. Now, now, Mel, I'm hanging for this big announcement. The big announcement. I talked about it at the start. Have I jumped? Have I jumped the gun? No. The big announcement. No, I don't think you've jumped. Let's the do gun. it. Do it. I'm excited. Okay. Well, a little bit of background story. Those who have following our Facebook page and any of our socials, Instagram and Twitter, will know that the Ugly Christmas Singlets for 2019 are now out. They're in the wild. Well, they're not in the wild. The ordering is open for them to be ordered and then produced and then delivered. We are very excited about this obviously but it brings us to we wanted to up the ante on the celebrating of the ugly Christmas singlet last year there wasn't really um, like a set day people wore them on Christmas day yes other people wore them to Christmas day park run events yes it was all a little bit of a mishmash so uh, we looked a little bit more into the history of Ugly Christmas, well, obviously we're, we are the beginners of Ugly Christmas singlets, but Ugly Christmas sweaters as they're known in the US or jumpers as they get called in the UK. And I came up with the fact that in the early 2000s in Canada, they actually um, hosted an Ugly Christmas sweater party. And I think there was about 30, 35 attendees all showing up in their ugliest Christmas best. But this has become a really big thing at that particular party. So it's it's something they celebrate every year now and to raise uh, funds for a particular charity. And last year, I think they had about a 1,000 people attend this party, which is just incredible. And it got me thinking that we need to definitely create a day where everybody can wear their ugly Christmas singlet. This year we did ugly Christmas singlets Christmas in July. Oh, no, we didn't do it in July. We did it in August. A little bit contradictory in Australia because – their singlets you know the whole purpose of us creating them was because we can't wear sweaters in summer at Christmas time in our climate so we made singlets and then we got everyone to wear them at Christmas in August which was cold (laughs) so that didn't make any sense so what we're going to do is we're going to kind of get a little bit in line with how they celebrate in the US and the UK and those guys celebrate Ugly Christmas Sweater or Ugly Christmas Jumper Day on the third Friday in December. Now, Fridays don't mean anything to us in Parkrun world. It's all about Parkrun Day. So we are going to proclaim that the third Saturday of December – Every year from here on in is Ugly Christmas Singlet Day. Oh, I mean, I mean, you've totally sold me. And to be clear, I wear my Ugly Christmas Singlet, the one from last year. I wear it all the time, just randomly. It doesn't. <laughs> I, I don't care if it's Christmas or not, or if it's a set day, because it's actually a great singlet. So, um, but yeah, I'm totally in for Ugly Christmas Singlet Day in December. Sign me up. Awesome. It'll be the 21st of December, just to be clear. Mm-hmm. We'll create an event for it and we're going to want to get um, everybody to send us photos. And the benefit is that this year, because the orders are opened earlier, they're going to be closing a bit earlier, produced a bit earlier. Hopefully that means all our international parkrun adventurers will be able to get any orders they purchase before Christmas this year. That's been the whole intent and reason behind it. I know a lot of people are like, it's October, why are we talking about Christmas? But you've got to get ready for these things, especially when you've got a production run on X amount of ugly Christmas singlets. It all takes time, people. So we're not jumping the gun. We are planning for an epic festive season 2019. And I'm very excited to hear that you wear your Christmas singlets. 
singlet so often, Tim? Well, it's, it's a nice singlet. It, it always sparks a bit of conversation, brings a smile to people's faces. And, uh, look, I'm looking at the design for this year and that is definitely going to make people smile. So, so I'm all for it. And, and I don't think uh, October's too early. In, in fact, Mel, did you know, I'm sure you do know this, that uh, friends of the show, Vanessa and Dean Gibson, event directors at Sandgate Park Run, they put their Christmas tree up every year on the 1st of October. Did you know that? Well, they, they got it up in September last year, I think. Vanessa was also. It September? Yeah. I thought it was October. We, we had Ness on the show last year because she also co-hosts a podcast about Christmas called Christmas, Christmas Podding. Podding. I know. Yeah, and I've been listening to that one of late. I'm catching up to make sure that I'm all up to speed. I didn't realise they released an episode in February and June this year as well. I missed those. My <laughs> subscription obviously wasn't doing its job. So I've been catching up on those episodes in recent weeks. Well, they're, they're addicted to Christmas. And uh, do, do, do you know my first date moving with Nikki was Love Actually at Christmas time when it was actually at the movies. That's a pretty perfect Legitimate. date movie, isn't it? It was. We got, <laughs> we got married, so it, it did the job. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> hey, what do you say? <laughs> Nothing. It's just, you know, the magic of Christmas, bringing loved ones together or t- soon-to-be loved ones, as it were. Yeah, it did. It worked. Anyway, um, well, I think that probably just about wraps it up for this week, Tim. Thank you so much for coming to join me as a co-host this week. It's been a good fun. Well, you know, I, I, every time I come on the show, whether it's as a co-host or as a guest, I really, I really enjoy it. I love the podcast. I love what you do. And great to be able to continue supporting it. Now, we will also need to have you back on the show as a guest in the coming not too distant future because you've got a little bit of a different role title and you don't actually work for Parkrun Australia anymore. So we're going to want to talk to you about that and find out all the ins and outs of what it means to be the Strategic Director of Asia Pacific. Fantastic. Can't wait. 